two quick things first. You're okay? You good? Uh, first of all, uh, a number of you did pollings in different uh, communities about the Hanukkah uh, presence versus guilt, and we have a report uh, that uh, even the uh, very Heimish are buying gifts uh, by and large, and they are very stark usually about the Messiah, so it could be they hold the Shabbat Kesef to Kesef. I just, I still say, don't overdo it, and one night is enough. And uh, if you give guilt and gifts, okay, you can still say Shabbat Kesef, Kesef, giving more guilt, but just, uh, it shouldn't, uh, shouldn't grow to uh, ridiculous proportions. I'd also like to mention, we're going to get, after Hanukkah, we're going to... Um, finish off what we don't finish before Hanukkah, but the next uh, subtopic within Chukosayim is going to be a very large and important uh, pertinent issue of dates. I don't mean Shaduchim. Uh, months, days, years, Gaisha dates, not Gaisha dates, how do you write it, how do you spell it, what's Asr, what's Mutter, what's Humra. Uh, that is something that affects us every day, depending how many checks you write during the day, sometimes many times a day. So we're going to get to that. The soundbite I'm going to mention now, since, again, this is Baruch Hashem, all landing when it's very Nogea around the Chagas. Uh, this uh, coming week is going to be Hanukkah, and for the Gaim it's going to be something else. Uh, this is a Dover Pasha, what I'm about to say. It's not a Chiddush at all. I'm mentioning it because there are many people who either don't know this or don't pay attention. Uh, January 1st is a religious holiday. It became secular in the event that even non-religious people celebrate uh, but so did December 25th in that regard. It's been commercialized. But January 1st comes from according to their uh, either made-up story or Matthias, the original Yashka was if and when he existed or how many of them there were or whatever, or the, you know, the censored Gemara, Shaila, which one is it going on? But uh, we had a number of, uh, number of such people possibly. The, if he was born on the 25th, which he wasn't because the calendar's off, whatever, eight days later was the bris. That's where the New Year's come from. It's completely religious in nature and recognizing that day or the count of the years, which we're going to get to in a few weeks from now, has a completely, not only Gaisha source, a religious source within Christianity. Anybody celebrating in any form or fashion besides learning more because it's your day off is completely, completely over the top. And there are Orthodox Jews watching balls drop. When I grew up, you dropped the ball, your friends scream at you, and you're kicked off the team. Uh, so anybody who's watching any balls drop anywhere, anybody who's celebrating in any form or fashion whatsoever, it's just totally, totally out of line. There's no, you know, Hanukkah gelt, Hanukkah presents, we be miyashev, it did come from them, it didn't come from them. This, it's not our holiday. It's a completely Gaisha holiday. Again, we're putting everything into context. Thanksgiving is somewhat debatable, many Yisraelim, some Mekilim, Halloween is completely all, sir, and um, without being unofficially, even though it's All Saints Day, uh, the 25th and the 1st are um, holidays from the Minim and the Nitzrim. There's no sheiches to us whatsoever. And if you have a day off and you want to celebrate, so celebrate. Come to the Beth Medjashorli, go to a shir. Uh, there are people who had tainas. Somebody was asking me about this shul. I've had a tainas, some other shuls. Uh, why do you have an 8 o'clock davening on a Gaisha holiday? I said, that far, I, I don't... I mean, I hear the question. I don't think it's us. Or people have off. They want to learn before davening also. But that's why they're davening later, Mustama, on, uh, on a day off. And um, that's like a Sunday. He said, yeah, same thing. Same problem. Sunday's also going to It's true. Uh, we have a later minion. Because if you don't want to market, so go to the early minion. But uh, usually people go to a later minion. Either learning before or they want to get some sleep. 
I don't have a big issue, so I'm having an issue with that. I don't have an issue with that. But celebrating New Year's, it's not our New Year. It's so not our New Year, we might have a problem of, uh, of even marking it on our, in our checkbook, in our shares, that we're going to talk about, the other make, obviously, what the cool is, but that, that's not today's subject. But to celebrate in any form or fashion, it, it, it just boggles the mind. That's so far off, it's, it's, it's incredible. They tell me there are kosher restaurants under these nashkachas that have special menus and all sorts of things. And we've discussed, we have issues, some of those things under the hashkachas that are giving hashkachas on the food uh, also have big screens that are not showing the CMHS or any other things like that. And we have all sorts of issues with the whole, the whole getting, the whole thing is just... Uh, Totally off the charts. I'm preaching to the converted, but... Um, what about the Super Bowl party? Why? Super Bowl is not on New Year's, is it? Excuse my Amaratzis. No, I'm just saying... That's not Super Sunday. It's not even Sunday. Uh, That's, um, you know... Hold the popcorn, and if, uh, if, you're, having, if you're having palpitations, you... T- <laughs> what? Uh, well, remind me, we have a few weeks for that, no? Okay, so uh, not that you would know, but just uh, you know, just so we'll we'll get back to that. But, but, but again, why the shear is not on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, we don't, uh, we've unfortunately don't have shear on Sunday. But I'm saying, but that you could talk about the, the sports. We discussed a little bit about this is a Gaish holiday. It's a, based on a religion of when Isaish had a bris milah when he didn't have a bris milah. He had a bris milah. Shout out what day it was. <laughs> what difference does it make? It's a Gaish holiday. How can a how can a fun person celebrate a holiday like this? Well, what's the shy the New Year and the Bris? Like, what's the shy the New Year and the Bris? 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, no, 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 I understand that the date falls. What, what does the Bris have to do with the New Year? They started the New Year after him, the Mr. Yeah. of the Year, the calendar is after him. The Why they did like that again? We need a Galah here to explain these things. I don't know. I haven't done it. But, but, but it's but certainly a religious thing. And it's not our religion. It's a different religion. So, what? Probably, originally. He didn't go off the derech then. He was only eight days old. He wants to know if Elio Navi was at the bris. <laughs> he was a Jewish kid. My mom's there, not a mom's there. He's a mom's there, Ben Anid. There's all sorts of interesting things to say. But whatever. But, uh, but he said, Elio Navi's at bris with mom's there. So I uh, won't talk too loud. Anyway. It's a Gaisha holiday. We have no shaykhs to it. And I, I, I'm very confounded. You don't have to be very yeshivish to get this. This is like, this is really a problem of Piyalacha. You're celebrating a Gaisha holiday. Whether they made it secular, that, that probably, it's not our year either. We don't start the year. We start the year from our Shana, start the month from Nisan, and we'll discuss about writing a check. How bad is that a problem? Is that a problem? But to celebrate? Just, anyway, I'm just mentioning it. I just, uh, because there are people tell me, there are people who otherwise share Shabbos and Tashers. And other things who celebrate this, I, I don't. I get, you know me. I'm out of Kanoi. I don't, this is not a fumer. <laughs> yeah. Of the day, if, they, if they haven't had a special uh, uh, menu, so it's the same time with the turkeys. People say it's on sale. So I said, so buy a turkey. Have a little Shabbos. But special menu is what? You're getting it cheaper. If you're the part of the restaurant and you need this desperately for Panasa without this one day you're going to go under, just come to me. Then we'll discuss the shayla. You're asking as the consumer, not as the proprietor. The sale, somebody asked me about Black Friday, Green Friday, Green Friday you shouldn't do. Black Friday, uh, that's if they're trying to move merchandise. Um, it's okay. As a matter of fact, Shlomo Rubenstein, once on the subject, uh, um, a.k.a. Steve, that's an uh, English name, but he, uh, he lives in Israel, so um, 
he, um, anybody here remembers him? He is um, a listener all the time, but he, I haven't read an email from him in a while. He, he sent him this morning. He wonders, um, eggnog is, has a hashkacha from the OU. Is there a problem to eat it this time of year? I didn't know what in the world he was talking about. Again, you know, I, I, I like to keep up preparing for the shirim in our religion, but I didn't know. But uh, he apparently had an inside track. Uh, the eggnog is eaten traditionally this time of year on the 25th, and some people are machmer, even eat it from Thanksgiving already, which doesn't bode well for Thanksgiving if they're putting the two together. Uh, but it's, it's certainly special for the 25th in this time of year. And he says, Yoyu gives Ashkacha. I didn't answer him because I know he's going to listen to the shit tomorrow morning. They'll use a lot of give Ashkacha and eggnog. Eggnog, if you ever had it, is probably good all year round. It's made of raw eggs, which is great for salmonella and all sorts of other things like that. And it has some alcohol content, which is why they're drinking it. And you can leave out the eggs and probably just have the booze. Uh, and they would enjoy it. But uh, Lamaisa, to have it on the night of the 25th, yeah, that, that would be certainly suspect and bizarre. Uh, and to have it on New Year's Eve would be bizarre. And I admit to you, if you're drinking anything on New Year's Eve, you have a lot of explaining to do. Unless it happens to be the vart of your son or something like that. And even then, I would probably postpone it just for the Myers Zion Uh It's just, I'm just saying, if you meet people in the next couple of weeks, just mention this there. Most people who understand without learning the Sugibim, like we have, get that it's a Gaisha holiday. Some people are not familiar with history, so explain it to them. But it, it has no place in our, uh, in our lifestyle. That's a, a double portion. Um, okay, so that's the eggnog. You can have eggnog also if you want. It has, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's chalvisol, whatever. That's the sugi from last year. But uh, it's mutter with the exception of exactly when they, uh, when they drink it. I, what I looked up, it says that it's very popular in America and Canada and other countries around this time of year. Uh, okay. Let's begin the tshuva. We will get again to the uh, dating issue in the months and the years uh, in a couple of weeks from now. I'd like to begin this tshuva, uh, ask everybody to concentrate, which you do every night. Uh, this tshuva, Ramesha has a way, like any God of Yisrael, a way of, of writing one short tshuva. It's only a page. Uh, and packing in like three or four major, major sayyidus for Chukosemos, which we didn't even touch upon yet. And major sayyidus in Darshan time at a crawl. It's unbelievable what's in here. We're going to go slow. And please, if you lose me, ask me to explain, because it's an important shayla. We started it, we introduced it last night, the public school teacher who has to teach Greek mythology and the likes, and he wants to know, is it mutter? And of course, if the public school teacher is asking, then it just begs the question, all the people who are in um, high school, if they're teaching it, are in a college, and they have to take this course, although... Uh, the yeshivish way of doing it, I say that complimentary way, of course, is to clap whatever you can and don't take any of these things. And we're doing a good job in creating programs where they're becoming accountants and doctors and lawyers and not taking any of this garbage. It's, it's certainly garbage. Shailiz is also garbage or mutter garbage. That's, that's the shaila. So, um, and, and can we redeem it at all by making fun of it and just showing what ridiculous things millions of people believed in? Which Ramesh is going to talk about at the end in a very interesting Ashkafic piece. But we have ways to go before we get there. Right now, we're discussing it as us or mutter, both for the reader and for the instructor. And as I mentioned, in the last uh, 20, 25 years or so, um, ArtScroll has uh, commissioned some, I don't know if it was done on ArtScroll's name, but it was done in their office, and other publications have created uh, much more kosher literature, uh, taking some of the classics and get rid many of the classics which never been classics in the first place. Um, the Iliad and the Odyssey are not classics, they're termed as classic. We're going to discuss that a lot in this truva, but that's what we're referring to. Homer, whoever he was, if he existed, that's, that itself is a machlekes. If he existed, when he existed, was it one person, was it many people? 
uh, if you don't know who Homer is, ask the guy sitting next to you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you, uh, you've heard of Homer, what? Akiva? <laughs> you've, uh, <laughs> Homer is not when you knock it above the stands. That's a grand slam if there's people on base, and if not, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think Homer is, then we're in good shape because uh, that's. Uh, um, he was. Uh, some say he. Interestingly enough, I'm not just speaking out for the for the historical uh, backdrop. It's crucial for what Rosh is going to say. If he existed, if he was one person, which many believe he was, there are statues of him already, and there are pictures of him or likenesses of him. If he was one person, and he indeed lived at the time of the Greek when they believed in this stuff. Well, Meisha's going to come out. Again, I'm giving you a soundbite. It's going to take me a couple of nights to explain why. But even if nobody believes in it today, which I hope is the case, but I'm not sure, and even if we're reading it and, and laughing at it, if it was written in real time, at the time they wrote it, the person who wrote it believed in it, Meisha holds is still an issue of the race. Now, just to swallow that for a moment, we have to explain how Meisha got to that conclusion. And if the rumor that Homer was there then, some say he's from Athens, he's from here, some there. But he was around, and some say he was a Talmud, he knew uh, Aristotle, Aristotle knew him. He was somewhere around there, and some say the whole thing's not true, but many say, many scholars, historical scholars say that he was around there. If he wrote it, and they believed it, and he believed it, he didn't write it to make fun of it, that's going to be a big issue. And I'll, I'll explain why as we go along. But I just had to throw that out because he's discussing Greek mythology. You can't discuss the subject without mentioning Homer because he's the one or might have been the one who wrote the stuff. And that's what's going to be important over here. So let's begin again. We started running through the first few uh, sentences. We'll start again. Binyin, Echad, Shepanasas, Aliyah, Meira, but they saved Shomadina. Notice how Ramesha talks about a possible cool as this is as opposed to the kids reading it. And we're discussing their religion. We're describing the gods. We're describing the gods, the wars of the gods, and what they're doing, and what they're, what they're saying, and what they're feeling, and the whole thing is such nonsense. But if the people who wrote it believed it, or if somebody believed it today, is there, is there an answer? Al-Tifnu means you can't investigate, you can't read about, you can't discuss, you can't look, you can't stare at Avodah We have many minhagim based on these formulas. There are many truvas written. Do you know that in the uh, most cities in the world, in Europe, and many of them today as well, uh, the only clock, and the main clock, if it wasn't the only clock, was in the highest point in the city, which was on top of the church. And their truth was written in Europe. Can you set your watch, or just if you want another time, can you look at that clock? Now, that must have been some Nisayan, especially if you don't have the time. You're trying to go right, catch a minion, catch a shear, it's my Krishna, so you look at the church, you check out the time, and then you go say Krishna. So uh, is that mutter? Not suggested. Is it mutter? Is it also? So we say you stay as far away as you can, don't look, don't pass by, go the other way, you can't use it as directions, maybe. Pashas, you can't. I was there ever at Salahoko. You have a church street. Usually it's because of the church on that street. Every city has a church street. You have a lower Manhattan. You have some bus stops there. It's pretty, pretty from people staying there. And you ask them, where's the bus stop? You're right, right in front of the church. So if you remind me, we'll get to that also. But, but the fact that there is even such a Shaila shows how far we stay away because of this Hashkafa of Tipna El Alilam. And when you're reading about it, you're learning about it, you're getting share on it, you're losing share on it. So then, not this year, the lecture in, in, in the college, wherever it is, 
then Pashas is the Shaila is at least Shaila is the Raisal Tifna what do you do with that if you do anything with it at all what's the Makara the Isser Kadra Mazbir Asafik now here's the Chakira you cannot read Svarim. They were written by Galachemer people who followed and believed in these things. We would have figured this out. Also, the Ramam spells it out because he wants to show you the Chaymer Isser. And even if a person's strong, unless you're an anti missionary, you have special Hatarim to read all this stuff, to be able to fight fire with fire and talk to the people and convince them. Most of the missionaries, the good news is, Bad news is they prey on people who don't know anything. They're still, as we speak, all over Brighton Beach. Hundreds of thousands of Russians came and they didn't know anything because they came from... I mean, it's terrible. They just... They, they tell me, first they give them food. They used to do this in Yushalayim Shalmaira. Stories. You remember those stories in the old Yishuv in Yushalayim? They used to go there and they opened up a missionary hospital. And, um, and they, they were so poor in Yushalayim, they used to give out food and money. And people used to come just to get them into the hospital. Then they had the Gal talk them. There was a whole tumult. There was also Chaim Zanavel. This is Tukufa, the, the turn of the previous century. And there was once a mice, I remember. If you never read Yushlan Shemaila stories as a kid, read them now as an adult. I make a big ratio. And if your kids didn't read it, make sure they read it. It's a five volume set there. Just that it, it just, it's, it's, it's saturated with Kedusha. And you see, besides Yosef Chaim Zanavel, what was going on there at that time in the Sivar Snefesh. And he once had a Maisa where, where I think it was Dr. Dr. Wallach, I think was the uh, doctor in Shari Tzedek. Anybody read this? Uh, remember a kid? These stories? No? You don't remember them? What? Remember them? There was a, I think it was Dr. Wallach. So he was a big tzaddik. He was the doctor of Shari Tzedek and his role was a Rezal Chaim Zanatol. There was once one of the maestrum, one of the really anti, he was sick and they couldn't do anything in the missionary house but they sent him to Dr. Wallach and he didn't take him. And and uh, somebody contacted him. I think he had a nephew who had a shaykh. He contacted him, and Yisrael came to him and said, "Since when do you paskin the He said, it. "They're very close." He said, "These are my series. I anti. He's destroying everything in the yeshuv." He said, "He said, yeah, take him in." Interesting. Uh, but there are big problems with these people. And the missionaries today continue to play. They teach him very little. They teach him uh, some verses from here and there and everything. It's a raya. If you know almost anything about it, you can, but you have to be trained in it. You're not allowed to stop and read the New Testament because it looks like interesting reading even though you know it's ridiculous. That's this. Is, so, you know, you have in there? Do you have a from the church? Like, I know people that are, I think, are Yeah, so uh, I, I have it here. We're going to, you know, maybe in late January. It's a very complicated sugi. It comes up in real estate all the time. Yeah. Church owns a lot of real estate. <coughs> the Jews also own a lot of real estate. Yeah. And the Jews are trying to buy more real estate. It's, uh, it's, a, it's not an uncommon shayla. I have uh, some bad news for you. Um, they also own most of the parking lots in Manhattan. So if you ever drive in and park your car, you're giving money to them. So one eighty used to be, pay cash, you'll never get to the Galach. <laughs> but, um, but the problem is everything's computerized today. That's not going to work very well. Uh, that's a what? Yeah, but that's already redeeming, and that's Yeshiva Aretz. There's more of a Heta Shaila is what... Uh, there's a lot of... Right, hold the question. Remind me. Uh, it's really also about Azar, but a lot of these Sogyas do, do intersect. Uh, it's, uh, it's very complicated. Their Chuv is written um, where they try to have some sniff from Lahakul because the Shaila come up so often, you almost couldn't do business. And is it going straight to the Galach? Is it going straight to the Avodazar? Is it going to the Galach? It's better. It's just human being. It's not going to Takufus Avodazar. Straight to the Avodazar. There are, there are angles Lahakul, but um, but it's not uh, it's not pushing. Uh, so uh, remind me in a you know four or five weeks maybe we'll uh, 
we'll be able to get it in. So again, the, uh, the altifna alilim is an important sugya. We, we stay away, even meet, sometimes mikra din, sometimes it's al humrah of not looking and not when the is about the clock, and certainly not reading, which is mikra din, the Ramab says, even if you're stark, you know, it's ridiculous. If you're not doing this for training to save other yidin for missionaries, for pinpointed training on how to slug them up, which is very easy once you learn it. There are a few people in Kirov who know this. Uh, Monty Berger was famous uh, in doing this. He's a yid from Baltimore, moved there to Sol, he worked for Aish, and uh, he learned the ropes, and he was able, he said, once you know it, it's like in five minutes they're all confused. Which is, which is understandable, but there's nothing there. But you just gotta, if you're already challenging them, otherwise you don't talk to them. Uh, there was an interesting mice, I told this over in one of my earlier shiurim, I think in Ambassadors of Teirah. Uh, I was once, there was an airline once called uh, TWA, Allah Shalom. Uh, you remember that? They're not, they don't exist anymore for a while, right? So I'm dating myself? I don't know how long. 20 years. 20 years, okay. This, this happened more than 20 years ago. Not that much more, but it happened more than 20 years ago. And I took a Terry to Sroll. I got a better flight. They used to have Tower Air, which is a story of Bifnayatma. Anybody remember those? are always fun. A 26-hour flight, it was always Gavaldic. Uh, so, uh, and sometimes it took TWA, and um, Tower Air had its own challenges. That, that they just wanted to give you more scar from the serious nerves of getting Terry to Sroll. And um, TWA, you had a lot of interesting um, non-Yiddish type people on the plane. So as you... You guys certainly know from now, somebody asked me this Shabbos Shabbat again, why is it that I'm the only one they know that every time I'm on a plane I have a five drushes? Uh, why are they always sitting next to you? I said, just yeah, the Shmaya, I dive in for it before I get on the plane. So um, I had a fellow sitting next to me, uh, and um, we stopped over, I remember, in Paris. And he was very, very friendly. And like 20 minutes before, he started asking me questions. And then I realized the whole tour of them, and he didn't look uh, like uh, Unzara mentioned, Anshay Shlomenu. So I just had to clear one thing. I'm not talking to a missionary. It's also, and even though I know some of it, I'm not interested in converting somebody back. He's not, hopefully not trying to convert me, although I'll get to it in a minute. It, didn't, it wasn't apparent. I asked him, what state he's from? He had some draw. It was a southern, western. I wasn't, you know, I'm New York. Everybody sounds foreign to me. So uh, I asked him where he's from. So guess what state he said? The worst, the, the only wrong answer is one out of 50. That's correct. You couldn't make this up. So I said, uh, where are you from? He said, Utah. I said, which city? The only one city you can, there's only one out of 50 small talents. Of course, told me Salt Lake City. Very proudly doesn't know what I'm getting at. So I said, very interesting. And then I opened up my papers and I started looking at him. And I tried to ignore him. That was the end of the conversation. And he said, uh, so um, what do you do? Are you a rabbi? why he figured that out. Uh, I said, uh, yeah, sort of. He said, he was like genuinely thrilled. He says, I never seen a rabbi. I certainly never sat next to a rabbi. Certainly not for the next 10 hours. He said, I got some questions. Did he have questions? The he, Bible he knew. And he said he has like 100 questions. He's, he never had never had this opportunity. He was so excited. He's going to the Holy Land. This guy's really on fire. He's got like 50 friends on the plane also. Uh, we barely had a minion. We were very outnumbered, and, um, and he had a lot of questions. So the good news is, I said, okay, why don't we start at the beginning? I wasn't getting rid of him so quickly. So I want to start at the beginning. So we started Bracious, new Bracious. I can, Bracious is all about Akum. Um, That's great. We got to Nayach on a field day. It took an hour and a half. I could have gone on for another 50 hours. And every time he keep, kept wanting to move on to Lech Lecha. And every time he asked me a question about something later, I went back to Pasha's Nayach, the Zion Mitzvahs. 
And he started getting very frustrated. So he said, Rabbi, I got that already. Why are we still discussing the seven Noah? I, I got that. I know those already. He knew. He was pretty, he was pretty knowledgeable in his uh, chapter and verse. He wanted to go to forget Shemais. I could even tell him he sees this. Ryan, I could tell him a lot of uh, Nevi'im. I was interested in telling you about Chazan Avadja, the Avtari from last week. That was, I never got there, but that would have been great. I, I told the whole of Adjur, which is that one half terror. It talks about the downfall of Esau. It's, it's it would have been, uh, we never got there. He wanted to move on to Vayikra. There's nothing much I could tell him about Vayikra. You know, I'll teach Terry Renakum. I had a real problem. And I wasn't sure whether he was, so after a couple of hours, I said, by the way, I don't want to get personal. You say from Salt Lake City, uh, which uh, sect are you from? He said, you mean like, uh, like the Mormons? I said, I'm just curious. I'm nothing personal, even though I was. Uh, he was so shocked and insulted. He said, no, 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 I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm a regular, like he couldn't, so I'm a, he was happy to insult, he said, and he wasn't uh, evangelical, or so he claimed. Otherwise, it's us sort of carry on a conversation if that's what they're getting at. It's an important, uh, Baruch Hashem, it was not a nonstop. We got off at Paris, and did I uh, make myself scarce? And we got on the plane, I thought I lost him already, it was a new plane, and I'm about to get on, and I hear a voice behind me, Rabbi, I thought I lost you. <laughs> So it was another four or five hours of, um, don't worry, Nate's Israel, I, um, I made myself very scarce. But it's challenging. You can't teach Torah to Goyim, and you're not allowed to speak to them because of this issue. You're not allowed to discuss it unless you're trying to save somebody or you're stuck and it's going to be a Cholosham and you have to disprove something and you know what you're talking about. Otherwise, to discuss another religion, aside from what we're doing over here in the Shir, is al Tifnur Alim. And that's the, that's the issue. So, Rabbi let's just finish the paragraph over here. And all the other gods from the Greeks and all these things, they're all gone. And nobody believes in these things. They laugh at them. It's disgusting to them. It's ridiculous. So the Tzad Chakir, there's mutter. Nobody believes in this. So it should be mutter. On the other hand, so basically we're suggesting as well, if the reason is because he's going to be Meshach and nobody else believes this, so why should it be us? On the other hand, we're not Darish time at a crawl. What Meshach is going to say tomorrow night is fascinating, even according to Abshimini, who is Darish time at a crawl, and I'll, I'll review that. Ramesha proves pretty convincingly that nobody holds this as Mutter, and it's irrelevant whether you believe it or not now, if it was written the Shem of Odazar in the first place. And Mitzvah Shem will start develop, developing that tomorrow night. It's going to take, uh, take a while to explain it.